Hi everyone, welcome to this podcast from Cambridge Innovation Institute for the 2017 BioIT World Conference and Expo, which runs from May 23rd to 25th in Boston, Massachusetts. I'm Tom Cahoon, Market Research Analyst and Administrative Assistant. We have with us today one of our workshop leaders for the Pharmaceuticals R&D Informatics track, Michael Elliott, CEO of Atrium Research and Consulting. Mr. Elliott will be opening and giving an overview talk for the workshop titled Virtual Pharma, Evolving Toward True Data Exchange Highways Beyond Corporate Firewalls, which will be exploring the shift from internal research toward a more expansive collaboration model, as well as the changes information system landscapes will need to adapt to this new environment. Mike, thank you for joining us. Well, thank you, Tom. It's a pleasure to be here today. So how do you see IT responding to the changes in how pharmaceutical R&D is performed? I view the transformation that we're undergoing from a traditional fully integrated biopharmaceutical operation to a distributed one to be one, if not the greatest challenges IT and informatics departments are facing in the near future. And the reason I say that is why we've got research virtualization externalization is growing at a very rapid pace, particularly in discovery. And this whole new model that we're in requires different approaches to data management, different architectures, different technologies, and different operating models. But the majority of R&D IT spent today is really just keeping the lights on. In, in other words, maintaining existing legacy applications. It's not unheard of for a pharma company to be spending 70 to 80% of their time just keeping their existing systems that were designed for on-premise, internal use, keeping those systems going. And these systems that were built for internal consumptions really don't have the security, collaboration, other capabilities necessary for this new distributed research model. And when you throw in these vast number of data formats that get exchanged between partners and then that semantic variations or just the language that people use, the terminologies people use and the differences of those between multiple partners in a research ecosystem, quite a number of handfuls of the IT challenges have to address. And what we hear is there's a lot of just where do I begin type of questions being asked. Do you start with a horizontal collaboration infrastructure to build kind of that tool set to put out what is needed for specific partnerships? Or do you narrow your focus, go deep in functionality to a domain like, like MedChem or translational genomics? And companies are struggling with this. At most pharma companies, IT is really in reactive mode or firefighting mode, if you will, to these research changes. You know, these new business relationships are being formed. Many have extremely complex agreements calling out unique confidentiality, IP ownership rights, and they don't involve IT in the front end of that process. So project teams, departments, and, and therapeutic areas are hitting IT up pretty much after the fact to solve these data flows or these agreements that have already been put in place. So you've created this environment where I've got a lot of legacy systems that are going this kind of change and people are throwing at me all these new types of arrangements. And resultingly, the majority of data between partners is shared using emails and PDFs. I call this in an article I wrote several years ago, the devolution of informatics. And when you look at it from kind of an opportunity perspective, the supplier community always seems to be helping in certain use cases. I mean, overall, the track record, I think, is pretty mixed. Most have been reacting to this trend at the pace of their clients instead of getting in front of it. And I think that's the real change. I think when we talk about where IT has to respond, I think we need to have a different environment where IT takes a greater role in the business development processes and the governance processes. And I see this as a huge change in conventional models. They really have to get in front of this evolution and just not react to it because they'll never solve some of the basic issues 
around this new world order by just reacting to individual project teams and what they need. They need to understand not only the needs of the executives, but the business development groups and these project teams. And you have to lead not only with technology. I think that's the other kind of change that has to happen. You can't just lead with technology. You have to look at data operations and what the governance models are, how you curate data, the stewardship of data. And they need to push the legal community to accept the cloud and build the build the architectures that are sustainable for many years to come. So I, I do see this as a transformation of the traditional way that IT has been done at these organizations. You say informatics suppliers have a mixed record when it comes to numerous challenges pharmaceutical companies face. What do you see them needing to improve in their future? Well, again, I think in our relatively small markets, vendors tend to address very specific use cases. And there's very good tools to address these particular problems. And that works well within a company's firewall. But when we talk about open collaboration, partnerships, and virtualization, these vendors tend to view the problem with that lens. How can I just do what I'm doing but enable others to use it? And you see a lot of these, quote, cloud services being offered by vendors. In reality, the vast majority of these cloud tools are just legacy applications hosted by a provider like Amazon. They aren't architected to the cloud. They aren't especially good at addressing the security requirements for research virtualization. And they make use of a lot of older technology with negative impacts their performance when they're spun up in these environments. And so the cloud strategy is in many ways murky and primarily for marketing purposes. But I think the biggest issue is this narrow field of view, as I mentioned. There are many other considerations beyond just tools like LIMS or ELN. There's the management of agreements and how they pack confidentiality, the logistics of materials. How do I flow samples between partners? How do I manage portfolios and projects and so forth? And just tools for transforming data between the number of different partners' technologies because everybody kind of builds up their own tools. And getting in front of enabling and promoting standards like Allotrope and some of the others that are coming out there are kind of missing from most inspired. I do think what they need to do is change when you look at this research virtualization, you need to be thinking more holistically, you need to provide this more integrated set of capabilities, maybe not as deep for internal purposes, but more of a cohesive collection, users away from this tendency to just use email. And I think they have to be more active, more promoting in terms of whether it's Pistoia or Allotrope or whatever, get in front of this with behind standards instead of trying to avoid that and be much more proactive than reactive. And what do you hope to learn for yourself at BioIT World? Well, I attend several conferences a year and speak at several as well. And for what I do, BioIT World is really the premier event. And I go for two main reasons. And the first is just to learn. Now, I'm very interested in the innovative ways companies are using to solve data management analytic problems. And for my purposes, I also look for trends in the marketplace. I kind of evaluate the messaging that goes across a number of people at these shows. Saying where can you pick apart to look at the kind of key trends, formulate the direction of the market. And then I try to discover what the vendors are doing to address any of these emerging trends. Are they getting in front of some of these? Are they enabling sets of capabilities that we're going to need in the future? And the second is basically the network. And it's a lot of reconnection with many of the thought leaders in the industry. But I also go to the show to build new relationships, especially those who appear to be emerging innovators in the field. There's always new folks that are coming to the event that haven't spoken in the past, that haven't been there in the past, maybe from some small biotech, some emerging company, or they're new within the one of the larger pharma companies trying to make a difference there. So try to look at those talks and meet with those folks, try to learn from them, Going back to point number one, what can kind of be derived out as best practice.
Mike, thank you for sharing your thoughts with us today. Thanks for having me, folks. I really appreciate the opportunity today to speak with you. That was Michael Elliott, CEO of Atrium Research and Consulting. He'll be opening the workshop, Virtual Pharma, Evolving Toward True Data Exchange Highways Beyond Corporate Firewalls, for the Pharmaceuticals R&D Informatics Track at the upcoming 2017 BioIT World Conference and Expo, which runs from May 23rd to 25th in Boston, Massachusetts. If you'd like to hear him in person, go to www.bio-itworldexpo.com for registration information and enter the key code PODCAST. I'm Tom Cahoon. Thank you for listening.